I was almost 18 and obviously breaking the law because I was drinking. Um, and I was driving and all of a sudden I looked down and I couldn't remember what gear I was in. And that was the last, first and last time I ever drank and drove. So that is Stephanie Austin. And we are Miracle and Ryan Ireland. And this is So You Owned a VW Bus. The podcast fueled by the cautionary tales of people like Stephanie. A couple of months ago, I had our bus, Addie, at the local gas station. And this woman comes up to us and starts telling us her story about being in high school and driving her bus under the influence. We really appreciated her candidness and finally got a chance to sit down with Stephanie at her home just outside of Waynesville, Ohio, to hear what led up to this incident. We were kind of bad kids. <laughs> I got away with, you know, tooling around and saying, well, Mom, I'm going to stay at Sarah's house or whatever, and we're down with the river. And back in the day, there used to be places along this river that you could pull off and you're way off the road and you could go down there and park by the river and just stay there all night. And so I'm sure that happened multiple times in that van. We just probably didn't want to drive and we just stayed there. But one time is all it takes. We were at a pig roast actually. And yes, I had the bus and I, we would like go in there and sit down and drink or whatever, just sitting around. It was like there weren't enough chairs or whatever for whatever reason. And we would just leave the door open and sit. it had a bench seat along one side, not the door side, obviously. And it went and it wrapped around. So it was just nothing but one big bench. It was kind of cool. So I had to strap a boom box on one of the bench seats so it didn't roll around in the back. of the. <laughs> so we had to like, I, I think we might have even at one point duct taped that thing down. <laughs> It was a party bus for sure. <laughs> Give a 16-year-old a party bus, what what could it possibly happen, you know? <laughs> After an undisclosed number of drinks, Stephanie found herself in some unfortunately familiar territory. Now, keep in mind that this is the first and only time that Stephanie drove under the influence. Her familiarity came from somewhere else. My my grandparents um, started D&D driving school um, in 1952, something like that. And so I grew up in that driving school watching videos of crashes. I don't know if you've ever remember, but there was one that was like a Twilight Zone. And, and the main character was named Dr. Relic, which is killer spelled backwards. And the whole theme line and plot of it was that... He worked for a mortuary and he drummed up business by causing accidents and causing death. And this is the storyline that was being taught in this driving school. That's really interesting, but how did she make it home? I just pulled over on the side of the road and started in first again and just made it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just didn't know what gear I was in because I was like, <gasps> and the car sounded funny, you know, you're ex not a yeah. not an experienced driver so <laughs> i pulled over started in first again and i was like okay and i paid attention more i guess you could say and uh drove home it was a straight shot straight down one road one turn but still it shouldn't have happened yeah <laughs> well, it never happened again i can assure you that <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure all my grandparents and parents' words were in my present in my mind about driving under the influence, yes. How does the grandchild of the founders of a locally renowned driving school end up driving home under the influence in what is surely the coolest car a high schooler could possibly have? It turns out that Stephanie's mom was the one who wanted the bus. She allowed me to drive it because it was the only option. She was freshly divorced trying to go to college and get a degree after not being in the workforce for like 20 years. And she grew up in the South and she, she was very proper. And then she kind of had a rebellion sometime around when my parents divorced. So she kind of changed a little bit, kind of hippie-ish. It was funny. One time mom was trying to teach me how to drive a stick shift in that van. And we went over to Caesars Creek and there's a road that kind of goes down the hill and then there's a guardrail and then there's the lake. Well, she said, pull down nose in and I want you to put it in reverse. And then I want you, you know, maybe it's easier for you to start on a hill in reverse. (laughs) That was we came so close to smashing into that guardrail because I, I couldn't get it figured out. And I was, you know, it was just like when I first started trying to figure out a clutch, it was, I'm like, who mom, I don't think that's the, this is the right plan. <laughs> I stalled it, had my foot on the brake, barely, barely, like probably millimeters from that guardrail. <laughs> During our interviews, I always try to get some basic information, like the year of the bus. I want to say 74, but I would have to ask my mom. So she did. Stephanie called her mom, and they spent a couple of minutes talking back and forth, including a story about a guy who was supposed to fix the heater in the bus for about $700. The results were decidedly not heartwarming. Well, they sort of are. We would drive back and forth. My mom was going to Moorhead State, and she was vending in Waynesville. She she makes grapevine art, sculptures, baskets, and different things. And um, we would drive back and forth because, you know, this is the area we're from. But she, we were living there in married student housing, and it was really cold. And we tried all kinds of ways. She Like she said, she spent $700 trying to repair it. And back at that time period when she was... We were, we were going to school. She was going to school. I was going to school. You know, money wasn't real easy to come by. So $700 was a lot. And for them not to fix it and promise fixing it, it, it was kind of probably a bad, uh, a bad time. But I remember many, many times my feet being numb. We would put those hand warmer things in our shoes and whatever we could, um, to stay warm driving back and forth. She drove back from Kentucky by herself and and it was like really really cold like below 0 like 10 you know 5 below whatever you know wind chill and everything. And she got home and she, her feet were like I was thinking she had frostbite and um so she couldn't get warm. She sat there and shivered and shivered and shivered. So I just laid across her, you know. And, like, let my body heat warm her up because she was that cold. 
Stephanie's mom sounds like a woman with some true grit. And you can tell how much her daughter appreciates these hardships. She was way cool. She still is. Thank you, Stephanie, for sharing your stories with us. Remember, folks, if you're going to drink in the bus, make sure it stays in park. You can keep up with where we are parking our bus while we are on our 49th state, 26,000 mile road trip by keeping up with our Instagram at on the road with Addie. Or you can read my reviews of destinations, camping gear, and various dishes I cook along the way by checking out our website on the road with Addie.com. Addie is spelled A D I E. Let's keep the rubber side down. Safe travels, everyone. <laughs>